You're listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax, rejuvenate, and find their inner zen. Here's your host, Sandy D. Hello and welcome to our show. Today I'm talking with Muriel Felus, founder of Co-Parenting with the Universe. Hi, Muriel. Thank you for joining us today. Hi, Sandy. I'm very honored and happy to be here. So let's dive right in and get started. Could you tell our listeners more about you, your background, and why you started co-parenting with the universe? I'm sure you can hear that I am not uh, born in America. I can't hide it. (laughs) (laughs) I was born in France and raised in France. And um, I came to America when I, I got married with an American. And as far as coaching people, that's funny because some people find their purpose. Mine found me. When I was wow. in high school, I had all the girls that were in pain coming to me. And that's how I, without knowing it, started coaching. And so I raised three kids. I ended up divorced with three kids in America alone with no no support emotionally. Mm-hmm. And I raised my kids. I was coaching women on dating and relationships. But at a certain point when my kids became teenagers, they started really like exploring and acting out and acting in potentially dangerous ways and ways that were kind of destructive for their school uh, work, like for their, I don't know if you say a career, but let's say a Mm -hmm. career. And I started living in anxiety. I was waking up in the middle of the night with horrible scenarios in my mind. And without realizing, I spiraled, sorry, Mm -hmm. Frankish. I know, I understand it. (laughs) Into um, depression. And then I found myself there wishing that I would just disappear uh, because it was too heavy on me. There were too many things that I could not control. And me being uh, a little bit of a control freak at the time, <laughs> I wanted to control and make sure that they were safe 24-7, which, of course, is impossible. Yeah, it's so hard. Um, I know. It is. You don't control other people, not even your kids. Mm-hmm. And I learned that the hard way. So when I realized that I was depressed... Uh, my friends were telling me to go see a doctor and take something for it. I, I'm a coach, so I know that in situational depressions like mine was, it's about what you think. Mm-hmm. What are you telling yourself all day long that brings you there in anxiety and fear and, and feeling powerless? Because I felt very powerless. So I started really applying what I was teaching my clients, but multiplied by 10. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, really strengthening and making sure that I was consistent with my spiritual routines because that maintained me into a vibration that was high enough for me to have access to my own resources and the resources that are available to us. That's why I called uh, that co-parenting with the universe because I started, I started practicing tools for self-regulation emotionally Mm-hmm. So that I could be at a level where I was not in, you know, fight or flight uh, state anymore and yeah. have access to my brain and have access to uh, the resources that 
God, the universe, the field was uh, bringing to me when I, I was asking from the right uh, frame of mind. And so, that's where I am so, now. So I wanted to just interrupt for a second. So I am just starting to get, like I'd say in the past year or so, more aware of um, you know the whole thing about vibration and frequencies. For those who aren't as familiar, can you talk a little bit, and I'm sorry, I didn't like ask you ahead of time, but can you explain a little bit more about vibration and frequency, if you don't mind? So we are all energy. We are made of mm -hmm. atoms and atoms have uh, energy. We are made of energy that vibrates at a different speed. That's why things are solid or, or, or in the form of a gas or air or, or liquid or whatever. Mm -hmm. And the way that I explain energy to people, a lot of people talk about the law of attraction. Yeah. I believe that we attract, but we're not as powerful as they make it to be because right. we don't have the sun rising in the morning. That's not my doing. I'm right. not that powerful. <laughs> so it's more about aligning like an elevator. When you are vibrating, when you are emoting, when you are experiencing an emotion, you emit a vibration and that has been proved by science. It's it's spiritual, but now science is backing up what the masters have been saying for all those thousands of years. Yeah. So you are stopping at a level because you're vibrating, let's say at, let's say fear. It's like being in an elevator. You stop at the floor of fear. And of course, you're going to align with everything that resonates with fear. People, events, things, thoughts, all from a vibration of fear. So when you consciously work and direct yourself to thoughts that will make you feel differently, emote differently, you can go up. And I always, I always say, I want to be at the penthouse, you know, like the right. love and, and, <laughs> and bliss. And we're not always there. But what happens is that when you train your brain, you start wiring your brain in a way where instead of oscillating, going in a, any given day between fear and let's say being neutral, which is where mm -hmm. I was when I was depressed, you start training and you are mostly dominantly vibrating at let's say hope. And then, so you're vibrating between neutral and hope. And the more you train yourself, the more in a given day, you're going to go down or up three floors, but they're going to be in the positive bracket right. on a more dominant basis. Of course, things happen. So you're going to go back down to, uh, like I'm leaving now to, I'm moving to another country and I'm, my daughters are staying in the US. So there is a lot of sadness. Oh, right. Yeah. And you need to leave space to the emotions that are human because you don't want to block any emotion. You want to experience them. Otherwise they stay stuck in your body and create stagnant. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Trouble, disease, everything. So, I, I let that sadness flow. I, I journal about it a lot, but on a dominant basis during my day, when I'm not thinking about leaving, I'm more in the higher floors, closer to the penthouse. And sometimes right. in the penthouse, when I was, I was meditating this morning, I literally was in bliss. So uh -huh. it's about training your brain to vibrate at a different level. And so just to piggyback onto that, so often they'll tell you like, you know, who you surround yourself with really can affect, you know, all of these things. So if you're surrounded by people who are constantly dragging your vibration down, then that's going to negatively affect your personal vibration and frequency, correct? Yeah, absolutely. Both on a brain level, because 
when you surround yourself with people like that, you're going to be reminded that life can be hard and cruel and unfair and blah, blah, blah. And especially now with COVID. And so there is a part of our brain called the reticular activating system that acts like a filter, a matchmaker to bring coherence (laughs) between your inner world and the outside world. So if you listen to that all day long, what you're going to entertain in your brain are thoughts of fear and, and be aware the world is dangerous. Of course, your brain wants coherence between that and the outside world. So you're going to notice in the outside world everything that reminds you that the, the world is a dangerous place and that right. you cannot trust and you need to protect and blah, blah, blah. So that's on the brain level, which will make you feel, like we said, in a certain way, emote at a certain level. And of course, being at that vibration, that's what you're going to be even um, matched with. Like you're going to attract that at that floor. So, um, yeah, that's, I don't remember what the question was, but that's (laughs) where we are. We could have a whole other like episode just on talking about frequency and vibration. (laughs) 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 Sorry for throwing that at you. Um, So to get back on track, but this stuff is so fascinating, but to get back on track, um, what are you seeing as some of the common themes with respect to moms who struggle with raising teenage children? Fear. Anxiety, Mm -hmm. guilt, a big, big one, uh, shame, and sometimes a feeling of powerlessness because Mm -hmm. they don't want to listen to us. Yeah. 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 And if you don't uh, really consciously train your brain to, because we're like disco balls, we have Mm -hmm. many, many, many facets. So if that's what is acting active in you, let's say you think about your teen, you you go into fear and you see them as somebody who's not responsible and and argumentative and blah 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 this is active in you now we feel each other even before energy we we read our brain read subtle clues unconsciously they're going to pick up on that and they're going to be defensive and your interactions are going to be even more difficult because that's active in you so you need to be conscious enough to go back to your center I do that every morning or before I need to have a serious conversation with, with my teens, which Mm -hmm. some are not teens anymore, but they're adults already. But I prepare myself and I go back to when they were babies. I go back to love because Uh that's where I want to go into the room with that emotion because that can be felt and that way they're more open to interact with me. I love that. Wow. Yeah. The, I can imagine like, hey, let me flip out my baby pictures and look at those before I go talk about exactly. them. Yeah. Oh, that's so cool. And, yeah. and you know, I have journals like that with aspects that trigger that melting heart uh, oh. to read them if I don't have an idea that comes right away. Uh-huh. Oh, I love this. Oh, wow. I think that would help a lot of parents out there, especially those who are dealing with the teenage years. Because Teens in and of themselves can be challenging. You've got to deal with all kinds of stuff where they want to think, okay, they think they're an adult yet, but they're not quite there. And they're raising (laughs) hormones and all. (laughs) And and they they think they know better than you. Oh, yeah. They know everything. Yeah, Yeah, sure. They just don't know anything suddenly. (laughs) (laughs) But but there is another side of it. I uh, Looking at the, because they're extremely creative too. Yes. And they have no limits. They're not bound by a conditioning like we are. Maybe, you know, everything is possible. So cultivating that aspect for them in channeling that energy, that that 
pulse uh, impulses, mm -hmm. creative impulses in the right way. It's also so beautiful to watch. Yeah. Yeah. That reminds me because one of my, I've got two, one's now an adult because one just turned 21. The other, the younger one is still a teen, 17. So it's getting there. Yeah. <laughs> um, but the younger one, um, through with COVID and not really being able to see people and this and that, um, he decided to start his own, um, like he took his designs, he took his like graphic design work and he decided to like, it's like literally creating his clothing line for himself, but he has like um, someone else doing all the printing of it and he doesn't have to stock it because it's drop ship. But I'm like, yeah, channel that creativity. And it also, it keeps them busy too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. My, my, it's, my son started doing stickers. And oh, cool. I started printing them and, and selling them like to their, to his friends for a dollar or something like that. Yeah. And I mean, they're full of ideas and it doesn't mean, because in my house we had to deal with very serious stuff, uh, a teen suicidal attempt and all that. Yeah. But you deal with all that. So my depression actually helped me because it forced me to change the way I was doing things with not feeling alone as a single mom, I had the universe as a co-parent right. and that helped me immensely when that happened because I didn't sink into the despair, the fear, the, uh, the, the guilt as a mom when that happened. And I was much stronger to help them deal with what was going on. But you deal with that when it's in front of you, when it's not, you put it aside and I even imagine that I have a divine shelf and I put it there and I will deal with it when it will be time to deal with what needs to be dealt with. Like I need to take them to a therapy session or whatever. The rest of the time, God deals with it. And maybe there are solutions that I didn't even think about that would come to me. Right. And literally it created miracles in my life. Miracles. Wow. Um, I can give you an example. Do, is it okay to give an example? Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, I was dealing with um, my son at a certain point and I uh, enrolled him in the U.S. We have a, a nonprofit organization called Big Brothers, Big Sisters, which are volunteers, adult mm -hmm. to, uh, let's say, the, the kids who grew up without a positive male figure or positive female figure. They help create a bond with the kids so that they, they have someone to, to inspire them and be friends yeah. with. Mm -hmm. So when I, I enrolled my son with that, he was already 13 and they told me, oh, no, he's too old. People want younger matches and all that. I said, okay, if he doesn't get a match, that's fine. But I enrolled him anyway. Yeah. And I forgot about it. And when he turned 15, there was a time of crisis where I didn't know what to do. And so I centered myself and I asked, I said, show me. Where do I need to go? Do I need to read a book? Do I need to meet someone? What's the next step? Yeah. Literally two hours later, after I didn't hear from them for two years, they called me and they said, hey, we have a match. <gasps> wow. So things like this, I've seen things like this in my life so many times. When you will, you you are flexible enough to ask, but not be uh, being attached to what the solution looks like. Right. Mm -hmm. And then yeah. you're guided. Oh my gosh, that's amazing. Wow. 
Oh, so how did the match go then? Oh, they're still, uh, so it has been now two years, over two years. They're friends. Yeah. They they go out together. It happens that they have a lot in common. Wow. Um, I was working in a building where that match was working at the lawyer's office because he's a lawyer just under me. Wow. So it's amazing. Yeah, they, oh, they, they love gosh. each other. That is so cool. I love stories like this. This yeah. gives me chills. <laughs> it oh shows goodness. you that we are not alone. Yeah, and the universe it, has it, your back. Yes, it does. Yeah. It does. So we need to remember that. Wow, that was beautiful. Oh, my goodness. Wow. Oh, thank you. It was amazing in our oh. life. <laughs> <laughs> um, can you share more about your thoughts on mom guilt? So guilt, um, guilt, if to me now, guilt is a teacher. Mm-hmm. I used to have a lot of guilt and I worked on it and I thought about it. And it is, there are two ways guilt can teach you. One is you did something that is really not okay. And guilt comes to teach you, hey, look at yourself. Don't, don't do that again. It's not cool. Mm-hmm. And then you take notes and it's okay. It's, it's good. You have guilt. You have a conscious. You change the way you're behaving or whatever you're doing. The other way is I see a lot of moms that made mistakes and we all make mistakes. And they drag that with them for years and years and years. And that used to be me too. And you blame yourself. And it's very dangerous because when you feel guilty on an unconscious level, you are expecting a punishment. Mm. And you may unconsciously direct yourself to decisions that are going to punish you. You choose the wrong, I don't know, the wrong love relationship. You choose mm-hmm. the wrong investment. Because you feel that you don't deserve happiness because of that mistake, because of that guilt. So in that case, guilt is also a teacher, is a teacher to tell you to be more compassionate with yourself. And the approach I take with my clients and with myself is like, okay, if your friend had made that mistake, would you judge her for the rest of your life? What would you tell her? How would you see her? And look at yourself in the way that you would look at a dear friend or a sister. Because in many, many cases, we're so harsh on ourselves. We have we beat ourselves up intern- internally. And that's where we need to put a stop to that. Any, uh, do, are you familiar with Louise Hay? Yes, very much yeah. so. I love her work. Yeah, I mean, I know she's passed on, but um, yeah. her work is amazing. And in it fact, is like, amazing. There's that whole book, I can't remember the name right now, but she's got that book that even talks about how different emotions, how they even manifest in your body. I have it in my Yeah, uh, heal your life. You can, you, your can, life. You, you can heal your life, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and um, so she talks about guilt. I forgot what, I will have to look, but yeah, she her first thing that she was saying to people to first start at any point to heal stop self-criticism and and stop beating yourself up. That's the first thing because we do stuff to ourselves that we would never dare to tell someone else. And if somebody was telling us that, we would kick them out of our life. Exactly. I know. We're our worst (laughs) critics. I mean, there's no way we would treat our friends or people we love the way we treat ourselves. Absolutely. um, One of my uh, friends and also um, one of the coaches in the in the business mastermind I was telling you about earlier, um, her name's Rebecca Forst, and she's got a program where she talks a lot about the inner critic and um, oh yeah, 
also named as like the inner bully. And she yeah. says, you can even like give the inner bully a name. So <laughs> I have a name for mine and I have a, a vision. He's a professor, like, you know, those your old university professor that have no compassion. Yeah. And his, yeah. his name is Mr. I know it all. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, yeah, but it's all conditioning from childhood and you can mm-hmm. intervene on that and you can um, start rewiring your brain so you don't go there all the time. Yeah. No. Wow. Um, we're going to take a really short break. And when we come back, let's talk a little bit more about your coaching program and your membership program as well. Okay. Ignite the fire within. Sandy D's fire audio affirmations will make you feel fearless and inspired. You will radiate with positive energy, be empowered, and gain clarity. Spark your motivation with these powerful audio affirmations. Bring joy to your heart and soul. Fire affirmations included in the Find Your Inner Zen digital bundle. Available at allthingsrelaxstudios.com. Ignite the fire within. So, Muriel, um, could you please share more about what to expect in your co-parenting with the universe program or if someone worked with you one-on-one? So it's a little bit different because working one-on-one, I usually, I want people to work at least for six sessions. And I think I'm going to extend that because there is so much to cover. Yeah. Um, If they work one-on-one with me, the foundation of everything, where we start, because they come, I, the moms who come are like the moms who have teens who smoke weed, drink, (laughs) sneak out at night, like my kids used to do. And we are on, on edge, 24-7 on alert. And first of all, for our body, it's horrible. It creates so much damage. And you consist you, you your relationship with your teen becomes that, that alert. Oh, what is what are they gonna do? I need to tell them not to do that. And that's also damaging your relationship with your teen. Right. So what I have first, I have them defined because that what was um blocking me. Like I, the, the night that I started healing, I woke up with a realization that I never dared to look at before because there was too much self-judgment there. Mm-hmm. It was that I didn't like my life. And to me, it was like a mother who thinks that and who has kids who are healthy, she doesn't love her kids. In my head, that was why I wouldn't right. look at that. And right. that night I woke, woke up in tears and I realized that it didn't... Both can be true. We're paradoxes. On one side, I didn't like my life. On the other side, I loved my kids. So assess what is going on without judgment. So I, I have them work on, we were talking about guilt, being more neutral and look at the picture. And then the next thing is because all, all of us moms, we're the same. We want to protect our kids. We want them to be happy, safe and healthy. Yeah. Look where you have power and where you don't have power. Because I was trained to have 100% power 24-7. I'm not God. 
I, right. had, a, I had a god <laughs> complex or something. <laughs> You're a recovering type A, I think. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And that was exhausting physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually. So when I was able to realize that I had a zone, an area of powerlessness, mm -hmm. and I was able to go. So what I'm going to say is very very strong and extreme, but I had to go down to my fear because my fear was for them dying. Yeah, and I had yeah. to examine that. And my personal belief is that we don't control everything. If someone came on earth and they signed up to, God forbid, die at 20 or die at any age, who am I to stop that? I'm not powerful enough. Right. So that's not even my domain. So I should accept that the same way that the universe is protecting me and helping me. And I've seen that so many times in my life. And if they have to, they can go back to past events and situation and take a notebook, a notebook and write down, how did life deliver to you without you even asking? How did life protect you without you having to be doing all the work? All those circumstances where Life, God is growing your fingernail, your finger, um, yeah, fingernails. Yeah. You don't do that. Your hair, right. you digest your food. It has your back. How does life has your back? The same way that it does for you, it does for your kids. So trust, work on your faith and strengthen it to know that it's covered. You don't have to go there. So you know, you're creating your life and your, the way you feel with your thoughts. If there are things you don't control and they're already taken care of, there is no point going there unless you have to deal with something that is front of, in front of your face. So I decided that the same way that God gives me the tools to deal with whatever is going on in my life at any time, if God forbid I was meant to lose a kid, I would receive the tools then. There is no point in me thinking about that right now. Yeah. Once I did that and once I surrendered, a huge weight lifted. That's exactly and, the word I was going to interject was it's like surrender. Yeah. 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 And, and, and so, and I used, I used, um, tapping to calm my nervous system and, and tapping is, a it's also called emotional freedom technique. It's a combination between ancient wisdom because we use the meridians that acupuncturists use mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and acu, acupressure, you tap with your fingers and Uh, elements of cognitive behavior therapy and exposure therapy. Mm -hmm. So those combines, you calm down your nervous system when you are in that moment where you wake up at night with your heart beating and like, oh my God, I can't protect them. Or, oh my God, if, if they ever die, you calm yourself down and you surrender. So that takes care of the powerless area because you're not powerful there. And now sharpen yourself and your tools to be powerful where you can be. And right. That also involves the fight or flight, you know, the alert state that I was mentioning that we're like afraid of everything. Yeah, where it raises your cortisol level and yeah. affects your whole health. Yeah. And, and, and you don't even have access to your whole brain when you're like that because a mm -hmm. part of your, your blood is redirected to your limbs so you can run like uh, right. flight or you can fight. Uh, there is also freeze, uh, like to hide yourself. It, it comes from when we were... Uh, uh, ancient like you know cavemen and cave women yeah. when we had to survive a predator and we had to run or we had to hide it's still in our reptilian brain 
But mm-hmm. and that as soon as there is a threat, whether it's a real one from outside and you really need to run, or an imagined one like you wake up and oh my god, my child is in danger and it's not even real. Yeah. This mechanism is active in your body. So you can think your analytical brain, the frontal cortex, the, the newest brain, which mm-hmm. analyzes to find solutions or that is not um, um, available to you at 100%. So first right. you need to calm down. You need to, uh, so I use tapping to calm the nervous system, go back to a, a centered, neutral place so I can come up with resources. Or I can ask the universe if I need help. But first, I need to be in the elevator, you know, on vibration. I need right. to be at, at the level of neutral or at least hope to be able to do that. Right, exactly. So kick, that's kick out where of we fear. start. Yeah. Right. That's yeah. where we start. And then we redefine everything. We examine every angle of our being because uh, what I see a lot and what I s- I've seen in myself in the past is the conditioning and the wounding because no parent is perfect. We create mini traumas for our kids without wanting it. And our parents did that. And we have wounds, emotional wounds that if you don't heal them, you're going to bleed on your kids. And that comes from your needs that are not met, your beliefs that are not the right ones. So we re-examine all that so that they can be equipped to not only do the best and find the solutions that they need for their kids, but also build a way more harmonious relationship because their arguments can be stopped before they even start. I'm actually preparing a a program about that for the members of my my membership because you can stop before they start most of the time. It's all about conditioning your brain and conditioning yourself and being in the right state emotionally when you go in. So that's what we do on um, one-on-one level. And I remember, to give you an anecdote, I had a client who whose daughter was sneaking out at night, drinking, all that. And we started working. And at one point, so her daughter started acting out again, but she felt so strong and she could find her own solutions because for some people, they're going to send p- their kids to boarding school and for them, it's the best solution. I never tell anyone what to do. They just need to be strongly inspired from inside. Right. And so she was going through something and she decided to go to the mall with her mom because what was going on outside was no longer dictating how she felt inside on a 24-7 basis. Mm-hmm. Of course, she was mad, let's say, if something happened, but it wasn't taking uh, hostage her all day. And her right. boyfriend looked at her and said, what is happening to you? You're not the same. You're fine. You're going wow. to the mall. You're... And she was, she was telling me that. And I was like, oh my God, I am so happy because that's, that's the goal. Right. And, and she went and had a good day at the mall with her mom. So oh. you can uh, get to a point where that doesn't dictate how you feel inside. And for my members, so we meet once once a month. I may increase that frequency. I don't know yet. Mm-hmm. And we work, last month, we worked on shame. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. And so it's like a mini workshop where they can also come up if they want to be volunteering to be coached in front of the group. Mm-hmm. And it's still a very small group because I didn't start that long ago. So I always tell people, if you want to join, that's the best time because that way you you have more uh, higher percentage to be coached yeah. directly by me. Exactly. Um, yeah. 
and they come with their questions um, and we we tap we tap we I coach them and everybody's doing the same exercise so there is something called the borrowing benefit of tapping where you watch somebody be coached and you do the same thing and it also works on you right yeah yeah so that's what we do on a monthly basis and I also have recorded tapping sessions I have one on calming down after an argument actually mm-hmm. and I have very mom specific topics like right. being less reactive to your teen's lies and you know <laughs> stuff like that in the library of tools I have meditations and I'm starting to put also brain tools like mirror work um, oh, because yeah, okay. Louis yeah. Hay used to work a lot with a mirror I work I a lot with say, that's inspired yeah. by yeah, <laughs> yeah inspired uh-huh. by Louis Hay I, I mean uh-huh. I love what she did yeah and that's what they can expect and oh, that's I also have the podcast where I also give a lot of information. So, so for the membership, is it um, pretty much open anytime someone wants to join or is there like a season when they have to join? So right now it's closed because I was revamping in everything. I suspect yeah. that we're going to reopen around October. Mm-hmm. toward the end of October, uh, because I'm also changing my podcast. I changed the name of my business based yeah. on an inspiration directly from my intuition to become mm-hmm. co-parenting with the universe where I'm going to incorporate way more. I was already giving energy tools. Like when your teens don't want to listen to you, you can reach them with energy and stuff like that. But I'm going to bring that to the next level. Yeah. Because I want people to realize that there is an untapped resource which is God, the universe, the field to assist us and co-create with us in everything we do. And, and in my membership in co-parenting, because it's horrible to feel alone and powerless. When you tap into that, that's over. You don't feel alone anymore. And oh my God, it changes the way you feel. Yeah. So, oh yeah. Wow. So they, they, they will, it will reopen in October, but Right now, I am. Um, I'm, I'm running. Um, it's some kind of a. It's not a contest. People will win anyway as soon as if they re, uh, join my podcast. And I'm going to give a month free for everyone who puts a review on iTunes. Oh, so, cool! Okay. Yeah, so they can uh, try it this way and be in a workshop and see if they like it. Usually, people who come they stay. So. Yeah. So I'll have to make sure that in the show notes, we also uh, not just put your um, website, but we'll include a link out to your podcast as well. Okay. Yeah. Okay, Thank cool. You. Oh, wow. Oh, my goodness. So many cool tools. So I understand that you've got a guided EFT tapping to relax your body that you wanted to lead us through. So yes. for our listeners, we'll also include um, the YouTube video if you want to actually see it, but you were going to actually talk us through. Yeah, yeah, I'll yeah. give you a link to um, okay. see the points where it's just a point silent so you f- can follow while you listen to the okay. episode. Okay. And so we're going to start with we need to be present in the emotion. So access in you the feeling stress that you think your audience would like stressed, right? Stressed. Okay. And so access the, and I promise I won't leave you there, but access a thought or a memory that makes you feel the stress in your body. And people can stop the podcast if they need a little bit more time to access that. And on an intensity level being zero, you don't feel it 10, it's overwhelming. Try to be at a five or higher. 
when you are at a five or higher, we're going to tap on some points. And the first point is on the side of the hand, and it's called the anchoring point because we're going to repeat an anchoring statement three times. So what I'm going to do is say very general statements and I'll leave a blank for people to repeat it. You can repeat it so that way people can see a full demonstration. Okay. And we'll be very general so you don't have to tell us what's stressing you. I mean, that way you keep your your privacy. And so tap with three or four fingers on the side of the hand. And I will tell the name of the points as we do it. But like I said, people can follow it um, on video. Or if they know how to tap, they can go. So let's tap. Even though I am really stressed by that right now. Even though I'm really stressed by that right now. I love and accept myself completely. I love and accept myself completely. Even though I am really stressed by that right now. Even though I'm really stressed by that right now. I love and accept myself completely. I love and accept myself completely. Still tapping on the hand. Even though I'm really stressed right now by that problem or that thing. Even though I'm really stressed by that problem. I love and accept myself completely. I love and accept myself completely. Now tap with two fingers at the basis of your eyebrow on the top of the nose. That problem in my life. That problem in my life. And really think about your problem. On the side of the eye, on the bone, the corner of the eye. That problem that is stressing me so much. That problem that is stressing me so much. Under the eye, on the bone. It is so present in my, in my body. It is so present in my body. Under the nose, between nose and mouth. It is so present in my mind. It is so present in my mind. Under the, the mouth. And it makes me feel so stressed. It makes me feel so stressed. Under the collarbone where it's soft. A little. I am so stressed about that problem. I am so stressed about that problem. Under the arm at the bra line. I can feel it in my body. I can feel it in my body. On the top of the head. It is overwhelming. It is overwhelming. And then I, uh, eyebrow point. It's overwhelming and I don't like how it feels. It's overwhelming and I don't like how it feels. Side of the eye. I don't like how it feels. I don't like how it feels. Under the eye. That problem in my life. That problem in my life. Under the nose. It is really a problem for me. It is really a problem for me. Under the mouth. It's really a problem and I'm stressed about it. It's really a problem and I'm stressed about it. Under the collarbone. I'm stressed and I feel it in my body. I'm stressed and I feel it in my body. Where do you feel it in your body? Continue tapping, but just tell me where does it fall in your body, the stress? Um, For me, there's two places, actually. It's the jaw clenching and then in my gut. Okay, so people... rock in my stomach. (laughs) Oh, pick wherever you feel it in your body for the audience. All that stress in my jaw and in my stomach. All that stress in my jaw and in my stomach. Um, on top of the head. All that stress in my jaw and my stomach. All that stress in my jaw and my stomach. uh, Eyebrow. It is really strong. It is really strong. Side of the eye. And I know it's not good for my body. 
And I know it's not good for my body. Under the eye. Oh my gosh, I know it's not good for my body. Oh my gosh, I know it's not good for my body. Under the mouth, under the nose. And it doesn't even help me think. And it doesn't even help me think. Under the mouth. If anything, it's in the way of my thinking. If anything, it's in the way of my thinking. Collarbone. I wonder if I could let some go. I wonder if I could let some go. Under the arm. I would love to let some go. I would love to let some go. Top of the head. What if I could let some go now? What if I could let some go now? Uh, uh, eyebrow point. I decide to let some go now. I decide to let some go now. It is a side of the eye. It is safe to let some go. It is safe to let some go. Do you feel any resistance to let some go? Letting some go. Do you feel any resistance? Do I? Do, do you? No. Or are you ready to let it go? I think okay. I'm ready to let it go. Yeah. I'm ready to let yeah. it go under the nose. I'm ready to let it go. Under the mouth. Actually, I'm letting it go now. I'm letting it go now. I see and feel it leaving my body. I see and feel it leaving my body. Under the arm. Oh, that feels so much better. That feels so much better. Top of the head. I love that I can do that for myself. I love that I can do that for myself. Eyebrow point. I now set myself free. I now set myself free. Side of the eye. At least on some level. At least on some level. Under the eye. I am freer than earlier. I am freer than earlier. Under the nose. I have that power over myself. I have that power over myself. Under the mouth. And that's fabulous. And that's fabulous. Collarbone. I love that I can do that for myself. I love that I can do that for myself. Under the arm. I can do that for myself and I choose myself now. I can do that for myself and I choose myself now. Top of the head. I love myself and therefore I free myself. I love myself and therefore I free myself. And so it is. And so it is. Now go back to your problem. Think about your problem. What number were you before on a scale of zero to 10? 9.8. <laughs> Where are you now? I feel a lot better. I would say I'm like two. Like, I feel like I've surrendered to the problem. I can, I don't mind sharing what my problem is. Okay, Yesterday at the nine to five, we received a memo telling us that we were returning to um, in-person work. And it was for one week earlier than we've been told all along would be the return to work date. And so there was a lot of kind of stress and also just sort of anxiety because it, mentally I had prepared a buffer of having at least one extra week to get in the zone and ready to be back to seeing people. I'm, I mean, I miss seeing people, but um, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's so, yeah. You are not ready I, for it. Yeah. And what so came the, to my mind when you shared that was like, if I were you, I would try to find what's the gift in going earlier. Exactly. Yeah. And to me, it's like, okay, I have to figure out what it is. And I'm thinking, okay, I just have to reprogram my brain to, I'm going to have to do a tune up and like, 
change the routine, like even the routines. Like now it's like, I could just roll out of bed and nobody knows that I didn't you know, <laughs> take, take an hour to get ready or whatever. But I just have to like retrain my brain and think, okay, there are some, I can change the self-care routines, for example, or, you know, I'll get to see people and I'll be able to, you know, go out to lunch with colleagues I haven't seen in almost two years. <laughs> yeah. And, and uh, so that's, that's where tapping can be really helpful. And now you have it at your fingertips, literally. Yeah. <laughs> I wish I had this yesterday. <laughs> I feel a lot better now, though. <laughs> and and uh, I do that. Sometimes somebody really irritates me. Yeah. And I go to the bathroom and I go tap on it for a few rounds of tapping, like what we did. I think we yeah. did three or four rounds because it's around is all the points. Right. And um, you do two, three rounds and you're already way better usually. If you're not, you just need to do more because sometimes okay. what happens is that it activates something else under the surface. When I work with tapping, um, to give you an example, I worked with a client many years ago, well, over, I think it was like about 11 years ago. And we were working on her relationships and we started tapping. And what came up was that she, suddenly she was really, really depressed and sad and angry. And unrelated to what we were, ta I mean, supposedly unrelated, seemingly unrelated, came up a memory that she was not able to say goodbye to her father when he passed. Wow. Yeah. And she had carried the guilt, the anger, because it's someone in her family who prevented her, a newcomer, and the anger of that thing for years and years and years. And it was triggered by something that happened today in her life, but the emotional reaction was disproportion disproportionate to what was currently happening. And that's usually what happens because there is an e echo of something that happened before. I was talking about unhealed wound, wounds yeah. emotionally. That triggered that for her. And we tapped on it and she was like, oh my God, the weight is gone. 10 years wow. I've been carrying that. So wow. you never know what you're going to find under the surface. I personally went back to, uh, because I tap on myself by myself, went back to my uh, birth and being in an incubator for, I didn't know how long. And I was sobbing while I was tapping because I got in touch with my emotional body that was fe feeling abandoned at the time. Because when I was born, they didn't know that moms had to touch the baby for the yeah. baby to feel safe and loved. So I, I called my mom and I said, how long did I stay, stay there? She said, you stayed two and a half month without oh my being, being able to touch you. So wow. no wonder I had abandonment issues in my life. Yeah. So I oh had to address goodness. that. And that oh. came up with a loving relationships that I was right. working on with tapping. So that came up. So it's, oh it's gosh. almost magical what we can do with tapping. It's, it's wow. such an amazing tool. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, um, just on a sidebar too, the more you start doing like inner work and healing it's like kind of like like the um, cliche about the onion and I'm peeling, but like you just keep delving into other layers and there's other stuff that comes up that you don't realize even needs to be healed so, or you thought it was healed, but yeah. it's not. Yeah. And I'm French, so I don't like the onion. I always say yeah. artichoke. 
Oh, that's we love so much show. more attractive. <laughs> and I then the you remove lip. That's so much tastier. <laughs> yeah. And the heart is the best part. Yeah, <laughs> when you get exactly. the heart, right? Yeah. And you get closer yeah. and closer to the heart and it's better and yeah. better. So I'm always yeah. saying it's an artichoke. <laughs> I'm going to use artichoke now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I love that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> um, we are going to take one more quick break. And when we come back, I want to talk more about what you do to relax and rejuvenate. Are you a mom raising difficult teenagers? Tired of constant battles and challenges? Harness the power of your brain to co-parent with the universe. Regain control and start healing. Let Muriel guide you from constant anxiety to inner peace. Grab your free Back to Peace kit at coparentingwiththeuniverse.com. So, Mira, what do you do to relax and rejuvenate? So, I have a morning routine that I, I meditate. I don't do a, the same meditation every morning. Some mornings I need to listen to, I love Tibetan uh, singing bowls. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, some mornings I listen to that. Some mornings I do silence. Some mornings I I. I don't quite love guided meditations because I create guided meditations for my um students and I mean members and um clients so I don't know it's not free enough for me. Yeah. And I do journaling, I do affirmations mm-hmm. in writing because I've seen miracles like saying being grateful for something that hasn't come yet has yeah. created miracles in my life to where things wow. fell on my laps. And to relax on a body level, I go and walk barefoot on the earth because I'm also a Reiki, um, you know, advanced Reiki uh, practitioner. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I was looking for the word, sorry. Uh And so I, 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 I'm very aware that I'm an empath. You are talking about people who surround yeah. you. I absorb energy like crazy. So oh, yes. every, <laughs> yeah, every so often I have to recalibrate. So I walk barefoot on the earth and I meditate outside with the trees. I love hiking. And I have a notebook um, that I make people do also. I talk about it in my podcast. It's it's a high vibrating notebook. So, you know, all those activities that put you in a high vibration, like gardening for me, I I keep it on a notebook because some days when I'm too hectic, I can't think about what am I going to do? No, I don't want to garden. I don't want this. So I look at my notebook and I have belly dancing. I love belly dance. Oh, me too. (laughs) (laughs) In DC, I took classes. I love it. I haven't done it in, you know, since I've moved here, but Oh my gosh, that is so fun. Yeah. I love the music and the yeah. movement. Yeah. So oh, I have cool. a playlist. I have a belly dance playlist uh-huh. in my iPhone. And yeah. sometimes that's what's going to relax me. So based yeah. on the day and what my mood feels, I am inclined to do that day that I pick something. So that's how I relax. I love taking day trips with my kids in the car. Mm-hmm. I, I just, it's where we, we share a lot, a lot about stuff. They, they expose me to new music that I sometimes have a hard time. Oh, with. I know. It's so funny because <laughs> like, that's like the best place because it's kind of more, I don't know. It's like you can let your guard down. Like yeah. it's fun. I've always found like road trips to be fun too because, yeah. and then my kid, I kind of lucked out because the younger one, he somehow absorbed a lot of, I guess, 
over the years, he kind of absorbs some of the songs that I like. So he has his playlist will have things like random stuff, like here's a David Bowie song here, and here's like yeah. a, you Queen. know Pink Floyd song or Queen or who knows. Yeah. I'm like, wow, <laughs> who are you? Yeah. Kid? And then my, I'll throw my, in some like stuff that I don't know. Yeah. So do they listen to rap? Because oh my god, my son listens to <laughs> rap, and I'm like. Listen, there are curse words or the yeah. degrade women. I don't want to hear it. I'm no. sorry. I don't like that. That's not good vibes. So find something else. Yeah. Uh, he likes a little bit of hip hop, but he knows like what, what I'll listen to and what, what yeah. it's like. Nah, don't share that with mom. <laughs> and, and my son started listening. I, we were talking the other day because when I was young, there was a rapper in France who had a master in French language and yeah. his rap was gorgeous. It was like oh, a so we were oh. talking about that and said, yeah, I listened to some rap in French that is really cool. So he speaks French. So I'm exposing him also to stuff like Who that. So I can tell my son because my son went to um, uh, French immersion and we spoke to him when he was little all the time in French. So he understands French. So do you remember which one? M yeah. MC Solar. That's his name. MC Solar. And he, since he understands French, he, he's going to really yeah. penetrate. It's, it's beautiful. Oh, yeah. okay, cool. And yeah, I exposed my kids to random stuff like Pavarotti and classical mm -hmm. music when they were young. They were grumpy about it, but it opened their right. minds so much. Oh, music is very... such a beautiful way to raise your vibration too. Yeah. I and mean, that's a whole other conversation that we yeah. can have about the power of music. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Yeah. So oh. yeah, that's oh. what I do to relax. <laughs> cool. Um, last but not least, who or what, or it could be who and what, um, inspires you? Wayne Dyer, mm -hmm. uh, Louis Hay, yeah. one of my favorite books that my daughter asked me to buy for her not so long ago because I gave mine away was The Four Agreements for by Do, uh, Don Miguel Ruiz. It's very oh. simple, but it had such an impact on my life. Yeah. Uh, those are the main ones. Um, also, Dr. Joe Dispenza is talking about, um, you know, like... Um, is doing a lot of meditations to become the I am with, become the consciousness, let's say, without the body and literally attract in your life from that place of being where everything is possible. Um, wow. I also recently, I there is a guy who's a professor of neuroscience, I believe, in Stanford. His mm -hmm. name is Andrew Huberman. He has a podcast about the brain and neuroscience. I I love that. Oh, it's you're so going to share that with me. <laughs> that sounds cool. <laughs> <laughs> very, very nice. Very, wow. very complete. Yeah. yeah. Wow. I, these are, I'm going to have to like take notes on all this. I know the Wayne Dyer and the um, Louise Hay. Louise Hay. Some of the, yeah, Louise Hay. But the others I was not familiar with. So, of course, uh, this is why I love doing the podcast. I learn things from my guests every time. So, I, yeah. Me too. I love it. I And then I inquire and I research. And, yeah. Um, yeah, there is an also, if you're talking about tapping, I'm mm -hmm. getting uh, certified in clinical tapping to work with people with PTSD and stuff. Mm -hmm. And Dawson Church um, is from EFT Universe. He also has a lot of videos to help people and stuff like that. Awesome. Wow. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'll definitely have to check that, that out. That is so much, so much helpful information. Thank you. Oh, <laughs> my, my pleasure. I love talking about that. I can talk for hours. <laughs> <I know. laughs> we're going to have to do a summit, dear. <laughs> yeah. Like we were talking about. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, Muriel, thank you so much again for taking time out uh, to talk with me today. Um, and 
I love all that you are doing in the holistic healing space, um, especially um, helping others through your coaching. Um, so I just want to say thank you so much for um, being on our show. I totally forgot I have a present. Can I mention it? Yeah, absolutely. Go, yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. Um, it's, a, it's called a back to peace kit for mom. And there is a tapping mm -hmm. session to calm down after an argument, a yeah. chakra clearing meditation for people who are mm -hmm. empaths, and a visualization to inter intervene on your, you know, negative uh, thoughts in a loop. Oh, perfect. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. So, um, for our listeners, um, again, you can learn more about Muriel's work and her website is coparentingwiththeuniverse.com. And again, um, if you, when you sign up for her email list, you'll get the, it's the back to peace kit, right? It's all yes. that's in there. Yeah. Yes. And then I'll include the link in the show notes. Um, so you can sign up for that and, um, just thank you so much again. <laughs> thank you for having me. It was a pleasure. Great. So I want to thank everyone for listening. We appreciate your support. Ciao. You have been listening to All Things Relax with Sandy D. Inspiring women to relax, rejuvenate, and find their inner zen. Check out our blog at allthingsrelaxstudios.com and follow us on Instagram at allthingsrelaxstudios. Until next time.